Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, a podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Erin. With me, as always, is my Constantine Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing good. Okay. That was a pause. Yeah, I I, I was trying to think of something clever. This is not boding well for today's show. (laughs) I came up with nothing. Don't worry, the show wasn't that clever, so I don't think we have to be that clever. Okay. We can be on the level of that show. Okay. So, no stress. No stress. No stress. No fuss, no muss. That's right. Today we watched the very first episode of Hellstrom, Hulu (laughs) original Marvel TV show. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and how was your week so far? Well, I would like to talk about a few things. Okay. One, buy your Christmas decorations now while you still can because yes. uh, they are selling out already. Get Half on of it. the collection I wanted is already sold out. So we had to buy yet another Christmas tree yesterday along with more Christmas decorations. Really twisted your arm buying that other Christmas tree. <laughs> And so now our upstairs house is decorated with some Christmas stuff while our downstairs is all Halloween. I'm just saying get all your Christmas stuff because it's selling out just like Halloween stuff sold out way before October even happened. You sound like a shill for Big Christmas. I am a shill for Big Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I proudly admit this. And what is your other uh, point of interest that you wanted to discuss? Let's talk about Bly Manor. Manor. Did you know, I didn't know this, and I have not read it, mm-hmm. but it is based on Turn of the Screw by Henry James. Really? Yeah. I did not I've know I've read that. that. Have you? But I don't remember it. It's probably well adapted, you yeah. know, like to something almost rec- yeah. unrecognizable. Yeah. Okay, so Blind Manor is uh, The Haunting of the Hill House kind of second Sequel. series. Almost like AHS has their different sets. Yeah. I think the hauntings yes. are the same way. Well, I would hope to get a new one every year. Yeah. And honestly, we would have done it for this show <laughs> had I known it wasn't a direct sequel yeah. to Haunting of Hill House, yes, which exactly. we had already seen. Yes. Which, it, to be fair, I didn't think the Haunting of Hill House was all that good. I just had it fun finding all the ghosts. That's all that matters. I loved finding all the ghosts. So in Blind Manor, I was like, oh, let's watch this and find all the ghosts, which that's not the fun part in this one this time. This one actually in has... fact, they were quite obvious. They were so easy to find. It was boring. And they weren't even scary. They weren't even trying. Like, But like... here's the thing. If you guys go watching Bly Manor as a horror, it's not. Okay. It is not a horror show, and you should not watch it as one. It is a gothic romance. And there's a big difference. Yes. I a agree. big difference. Most people cannot do a gothic romance very well. No. And I thought this was done excellently. Now, granted, the first episode is slow. <laughs> I don't remember being slow. It was slow, but I like the actress so much who plays Danny oh, that, that's I, right. that I stayed intrigued because that's, I liked her. That's right, because we were discussing it in terms yeah. of this podcast. Yeah. We were like, this would be an instance of a yeah. show that doesn't exactly start out strong, yes. but is intriguing enough that that you keep going. That I would like yeah. to keep going. Like It's not great, mm-hmm. but there's something about it that I'm like, okay, exactly. we'll, we'll see where this is going. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so yeah, it would have been. And by the time it got to Viola and her romance with Bly Manor, I was in love. Yeah. That episode was so epic. Probably should have done it for this show. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been a good. uh... (laughs) It would have contradicted what a pilot is supposed to do. You know, we've we've had we've had write-ins tell us that the show gets better as it goes on. Right. That the pilot doesn't really let you in on on the good stuff of the later episodes. Mm Um, this is one of those. Right. This pilot doesn't really let you in on everything great that's happening. In fact, you get a C-3PO in a gimp suit yeah. as your, like, jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't let you in on the good stuff. Right. Until much later, until it all builds. Well, I think it would have been interesting to discuss in the sense that it had that that X factor, that undefinable thing mm-hmm. that made, even though it wasn't a good show. Right. Or, I mean, it was a good show altogether, right. but, like, didn't start off necessarily good. Yeah. But it had that thing that you can, that it kept me ephemeral intrigued. Yeah. quality that made you want to keep watching. Even yes. though you're mm-hmm. like, this isn't great, but yeah. I do want to keep watching this. Yeah. So we watched the whole thing. Yeah. We sure did. Which is impressive. Yeah. For us, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this week we watched Hellstrom mm-hmm. on Hulu. Would you like to give us a show synopsis? I am going to give you a little heads up right now. Okay. We don't have an episode synopsis because when I wrote this, this show this show came out yesterday. So All right. I, I had nothing really to work with. Show synopsis. Damon and Anna Hellstrom are the son and daughter of a mysterious and powerful serial killer. The siblings have a complicated dynamic as they track down the terrorizing worst of humanity, each with their attitude and skills. Who, uh, who, who has the attitude and skills, the worst of humanity or the siblings? That's a terrible sentence. Yeah, that sentence makes no sense. We need to really... That's how they wrote their synopsis? We need to diagram out that sentence because I'm not sure what... <laughs> that sentence makes no sense to me. Terrorizing should have a subject. Yes. But it doesn't have a subject. The siblings have a complicated dynamic as they track down the terrorizing worst of take, humanity. Take out terrorizing. So they... Okay, hold on. The siblings have a complicated dynamic as they track down the worst of humanity, Ah, each with their attitude and skills. Still, we need to get rid of that each because yeah. I'm not sure who they're referring to if it's yeah, the okay, worst okay. of humanity. Okay. The siblings have a complicated dynamic <laughs> as they track down the worst of humanity. Using, using their attitude, their attitude and, and, and skills. skills. Now we're, we're defining it or as... Using their own unique attitude and skills. Yes. So that okay. way, now now we know we're talking about the siblings. Okay. We should be writing show synopses. For IMDb. For IMDb. I think it's like Wikipedia, though. I think they just let any <laughs> schmo up with an internet access just write whatever they want. Excellent. <laughs> this show, I, like I said, I don't have an episode synopsis. And I can give myself a little note here. I said, writing this weeks before it comes out, not really sure who stars in this. <laughs> I mean, well, I can guarantee two of them. Yeah, there's a few people. Damon and Anna. There you go. We have Tom Austin as Damon Hellstrom. Mm-hmm. He was in The Borgias and The Royals. Oh, he's typecast. We got Sidney Lemon as Anna Hellstrom. She was in Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't believe she was in any of the... Not the... <laughs> any of the one we saw. <laughs> any of the one. Uh, succession. <laughs> we have Elizabeth Marvel, hired because of her last name, as Victoria Hellstrom. She was in True Grit in Lincoln. Yeah, that I can feel, see that. That feels yeah, very yeah, dead yeah. I could see it looking oh, at it, too. Most like, oh, she's done some... Some, she's done some Western historical pieces. Yeah, 19th century. As like very, Annie Oakley. She has a 19th century yeah, look about her. Yeah. No criticism. Just no, no. 
We got Robert Wisdom as the caretaker. I know him, of course. Okay. Well, I mean, like, he's a star. He was in this episode. Yeah, yeah. He was in Supernatural and Burn Notice. I don't remember him from Supernatural. Okay, now we're getting into stuff that I'm not so sure about. We had uh, Daniel Cudmore was not in this episode. No. Wait. But he was in Twilight? No, he was. He was Keith. Wasn't that the the orderly that um, gets uh, spider zap? Spider kill? (laughs) Spider sucked? (laughs) Spider sucked? (laughs) I didn't look like a guy from... Uh, Daniel Cudmore, didn't he play Amit? No, no, yeah, I, you're you're white person blind, honey. <laughs> I'm just totally blind. <laughs> I'm white man blind. It could be that too, honey. I got uh, he, well, he was in that, and he was in X, the X Men saga as a uh, Colossus. Okay. I don't know why I put quotes around that. Wait, so then Colossus. maybe that is Im- Emmett. Is is yes. Emmett Colossus? Emmett? Emmett's Colossus. See, I don't really follow DC. Wait, no, no, Emmett's not Colossus. Wait, no, Colossus isn't DC. That's X Men, right? Yes. Yeah, whatever. We're gonna be talking about comics today, by the way. And and oh, I just boy. pissed off a few people in our audience. Now, <laughs> all the comics people that listen to this are cool, but um, <laughs> no, 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 he doesn't play Colossus. Uh, wait, he plays Colossus uh-huh. in Twilight. He's one of the Voltori. He's one of the one of the people. Oh, marvelous. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, you gotta love Twilight well, just for that. Well, not the Vol- <laughs> okay, not the like main Voltori, but like the they're the Hellions, hen- they're the henchmen, the little kid Voltori that has. Um, oh Dakota God, Fanny. I'm gonna have to rewatch this. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> not a great example of gothic romance. Not, not at all. The gothic romance in Blind Manor was a perfect example, and it's between Danny yes. and Terry. <laughs> the one between Pete and Jessel is not a gothic romance. In fact, it's the opposite of what that should be. Right. And the gothic romance between Viola and Bly Manor is definitely spot on. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have June Carroll as Dr. Louise Hastings. She's in this for sure. Mm-hmm. She was in Mind Hunter and One Fine Christmas. Okay. And then I'm, I'm not going to watch go... One Fine Christmas. I did too. Great. Uh, then this next guy I'm not even going to bother bringing up because he wasn't in this episode. I don't remember Dr. Louise Hastings either. The main doctor. She's the first person you oh, see in the show. Oh, that's her name? Yeah, Dr. Hastings. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking her name was Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> You're obsessed with Barbaras. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I had to look this up last night, so it's on my phone. The number one movie currently mm-hmm. is a movie called War with Grandpa. I have never heard of that it's movie. It's De Niro. What? <laughs> this is a De Niro movie. Wow. Okay. And then you sure it's not Hoobie Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> it should be Hoobie Halloween. I am not watching that garbage. De Niro might be in Hoobie Halloween as well. <laughs> <laughs> With the movie choices he's made lately, I would not be surprised. <laughs> um, and the number one song is a song called Savage Love. As soon as I saw Savage Love, <laughs> I was thinking Savage Garden. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I, my mind's at. Awesome. This is by Josh685. Don't worry, they were only popular nearly 40 years ago, honey. <laughs> Not that long ago. 30. Fine. Not that long ago. They were in the 90s. That's not 30 years ago. Think about it, 1990 to 2020 was 30 is 30. 30 years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but they were yeah. like late 90s. Yeah, sure. Okay, 20. 20 years ago. And uh, Josh, 685. Jason Derulo. And really? He's still around? Yeah. And BTS. Ah, yes. They'll, they're definitely. They're, they were like number one and number two on the charts. Yeah, all right, yeah, all right. K-pop is sweeping the nation. I got the doll to prove it. 
never heard a single one of their songs. I've got to look them up on YouTube. Yes. I mean, I do have the doll. <laughs> you do. And I do support Your all of their charities and stuff. Yes, you do. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to give me a prediction for a house? Yes. Yes, I do. And I, and, oh, go first, and I have something I have to say. Oh, no, no, no. Go Continue. Well, a bit of a disclaimer. I was thinking about this while I was watching the show. Now, some people might know, okay. who listens to this podcast, I uh-huh. read comic books. Yes, you do. I am not terribly familiar with the character of Damon Hellstorm in the comics. Okay. Although last Christmas, Mm -hmm. you got me a collection of the Defenders called Mm -hmm. the Six-Fingered Hand, and he was one of the members. Did I know? You sure did. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the majority of my exposure Uh to this character. However, I realized as I was watching the show, there are things I know about this character that I think for the first time I'm going to have to withhold. Okay. Since this... Show just released oh, today. Okay. So people... you think you might have spoiler information? Yeah, because okay. he's not a super well-known character. It's not like right. Superman, where everybody right. knows his origin story. Yeah. So I'm a little bit. I'm gonna be a little cagey with some of the okay. stuff. Okay. I, and, and like even my prediction had a spoiler well, in it. So... You're making the show way more interesting than it was. I'm like, well, tell me. <laughs> well. I don't know if I should. You're see, being I, so secretive about it. Now I want to know. I'll tell you after the podcast. Okay. How about that? Yeah, okay. But I don't know if I want like people who've never heard of the character to mm-hmm. listen to our podcast and right. like be spoiled for something they might be trying to unveil later. Right. Because, again, okay. he's not a super well-known character, so yeah. a lot of people probably don't know his past. Okay. You can okay. Wikipedia it, I suppose, but, yeah. you know. Okay. Know. So, anyway, go ahead with your prediction. All right, cool. My disclaimer is I know nothing about this. So... <laughs> It'll be a Constantine-like dude who will bring all the powers of hell and will get to see some super battles. And he'll suffer from having too much responsibility and he'll be depressed all the time. Well, that could have been like any comic book I know. <laughs> I know. That was my generic. <laughs> I knew nothing about this. <laughs> I said it's going to be an edgy and dark Marvel show. Mm-hmm. about a character who's kind of a, a jerk, kind of a dick in okay. the comics. Okay. Um, I, he also wears a cape and no shirt. <laughs> so, Come on, why didn't they move that to the TV show? I, I would have found I mean, that a little bit more interesting. I found it super disappointing. Yeah. It, now, granted, superhero costumes in general, like if you put them in a real world really lame. Yeah. It would be super lame oh, if you yeah. saw someone walk up to you. Yeah. Like they, Sometimes in the movies they make it look a little cool, but like... <laughs> I always point to Batman. I'm like, no one would take that dork seriously. (laughs) But, like, his whole costume is pants, no shirt, a cape, and he has a tattoo on his chest. And the tattoo does come up. Man, they should have left that in there. Oh, my. Can you imagine? Now, just imagine. Instead, he was wearing, like, a nice suit. A nice casual suit. Imagine every scene you just watched, but he's wearing that. Man, that would have been glorious. (laughs) Like, I would have definitely kept watching. Having serious conversations with like <laughs> a psychologist, like yes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you like my cape? Uh, I get stuck in turbines. Uh, oh, and I, but I did say in my predictions, and I'm looking. I do not expect the shirtless cape combo. <laughs> so, so in the meantime, before we get into that, mm-hmm. do you want to get our talk about our next haunted doll? Uh, yeah. It's amazing how many haunted doll things have been. There are a lot of haunted dolls. This this planet is lousy with haunted dolls. (laughs) This planet needs to be excised. I think maybe for our last haunted doll, I'm just going to go to eBay. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Look one up and be like, this doll's haunted. Yeah, and, and just give the provenance of, like, haunted dolls that our listeners can go buy if they want to buy yeah. <laughs> This week's haunted doll, we fly halfway around the world from Australia mm-hmm. to the world of maple syrup and female bacon. Oh, Canada? Yep. I was going to go Vermont. And then you said female bacon, and I was like, oh, Canada. Because female bacon is something I talk about a lot. You know you do, actually. I bring it up more often you know than you would You know you do, think. actually. We, I make Eggs Benedict for special occasions, and you're always like, we need real female bacon. Yeah. Female bacon, Because Canadian bacon is just ham, and it's not the same. No, female bacon is Canadian bacon. Right. What they call but Canadian But American Canadian bacon is ham. Is ham. But and so all these dumb Americans <laughs> always make fun of like, it's just ham. Why do you call it Canadian bacon? It's like because that's not Canadian bacon. That's something Americans put on Oscar Mayer. Yeah. So every ham. year I'm like, where can I buy real peel meal bacon? I've never been able to find it. It's the most delicious. I would have to meat leave the in country the in order to get it. Yeah. If somebody knows I where this, I can have it, like plastic zip fried or whatever to me. I remember when I was a kid, my, my parents would go up to Canada because, mm-hmm. you know, that's where they lived. Or they had family up there. Right. And, they, and they would, like, smuggle female bacon <laughs> back. And it was, like, such a treat. Right. And now I'm, like, concerned. Like, I'm going to eat it and be it's like, gonna be oh, gross. it's kind of gross. <laughs> but, but I remember, it was just great. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. Anyway. Wow, we got off tangent. <laughs> yeah, it's more important. Yeah. We are going to talk about a haunted doll named... Oh, Mandy, well, you came and you gave with that You know, that's probably why she's haunted, is she hates that song so much. (laughs) And every time someone sees her. (laughs) But I sent you away. Oh, please, no. Uh, She is a doll. Yeah? With a super... Really? A doll? A doll, you say? A A haunted doll that's a doll? A a doll that's haunted? Wow. It's a haunted doll, you say. Hmm. With a super scarred up Chucky-like face. Have you seen like those pictures of Chucky? <laughs> it's kind of, like, yeah. It looks like that. Except okay. for it's like more of a baby. Aw, why Why does she have such a scarred up face? No. I mean, this could be, let's be fair. This could be a let me out situation okay. where it's just an ugly doll that people have decided to call haunted. Okay, do you have a picture? I can get one for you. Yeah, get me a picture. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. As a doll connoisseur. Uh, yeah, you do need to see this. Because I have three of them. I know what I'm talking about. But I have taken many classes on antiques. Yeah, yeah college courses on antiques. That's what I paid for. Images. Okay, here we go. Okay. That, that's that's Mandy. Oh, she's just cracked. That's probably porcelain. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So she's not, she's not like... No, no, she's not scary. She's just uh, worn with age. That's all. Yeah, I wouldn't say, like... In fact, she can be fixed up really easily. Like, let a meow yeah. was a little bit more... Yeah. ...unnerving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, this this all begins in 1991. Mm-hmm. A woman, seemingly off the street... Okay. ...entered Quesnel and District Museum... Mm-hmm. And ask to see the curator because apparently you can just do that. You just go really? To, go to, okay, I wish to okay. See the Next curator. museum I go into, I'm going to ask for the curator. I need to see the curator. I'm going to act like a Karen because I'm a <laughs> descendant of Karens. So I'm going to walk in there and be like, I need to speak with the curator. I need a private viewing. In her hands, uh-huh. she clutched a porcelain doll. That was, as you said, a bit worse for wear. Mm-hmm. She had ripped seams, bulging fluff. Her face is scarred, and her right eye bulges out in a kind of disquieting fashion. I didn't think so. 
You can't really see it. I don't think from the picture, maybe. I know uh, that's just how the, the how the dolls were. So if you saw that doll, would you be freaked out by that? No, because that's normal wear and tear on a doll of that age. Yeah, I would think so. Like I don't that's think, fine. I, she looks pretty normal now. On a scale from like. One to Raggedy Ann. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Annabelle, it looks like pristine out of the box. Right. Like, I'm sure they've like replaced her a few times over the years. Exactly. <laughs> the woman told the curator that the doll was an antique and had belonged to her grandmother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her young daughter, however, had recently taken an interest in the doll. Oh, wow. And because the doll was so old and presumably valuable, yeah. she thought it was best to just go ahead and donate it to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That way it would protect the doll. Yeah. At the time, though, the curator noted how odd and insistent the woman was about accepting the donation because it was like a family heirloom. And this woman's like, you Yeah, need but to take how this great doll. would it be to have a family heirloom in a museum? Yeah. Well, and just because you like, donate something. Like, I think I would be a little bit pushy about that, too. Well, and just because you donate something to a museum, it still belongs to you. Like, yeah, it, will it still, still be, belongs like, to you, but it's being taken care of Jane very Doe. well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I like, don't know. I'd be pushy about it. Like, you're going to take this doll and you're going to put it up front. Yeah. And you're going to sing that Mandy song every time. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like we were saying, the woman didn't seem to have any like sentimental attachment to the doll. Okay. She just wanted to get rid of it. Okay. Um, and even though the curator felt a sense of foreboding <laughs> that seemed to emanate around the mangled That is doll, the worst curator ever. You deal with loads of antiques. Half of them are probably haunted. This feels evil to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go ahead and take that. She agreed that the doll had some historical value and agreed mm-hmm. to take it off the woman's hands. Like, yeah, let's take yeah, it off okay. your hands for you. The woman then <laughs> presumably backed out of the room slowly and then ran out, <laughs> leaving a woman-shaped hole in the wall. <laughs> so the... Sorry. I'm just imagining that. <laughs> It's the little things that crack me up these days. <laughs> like Noel from a Great British Baking Show. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Dad jokes. It was kind of interesting to me because I, I learned a little bit about being a museum curator. Right. So the first order of business is you, to make sure the doll, doll isn't like swarming with like critters or right. insects. Right. have to clean it. They put it in actually first. I think even before that, they put it in an airtight bag. Oh, and to they suffocate seal it everything. And they, yeah. Like I think it's like for twenty four hours to like okay. that way. If there's anything in it, they'll die. Right. And this was done in a room where other museum staff were working. Hmm. And they reported that throughout the day, they would occasionally hear the bag rustle <laughs> as if someone or something. Okay, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Was it under an air conditioning? Is that what you're about to ask? Uh, no, that was my second question. Okay. Uh, first question Why does the doll need to breathe? Why does the bo- doll need to breathe? Yeah, she's wrestling in order to try to open the bag, right? I think she was just doing it to be creepy. No. Isn't that what ghosts do? No. I don't know. I don't think she was struggling. Like, let me out. How you get a good I think it was like that. Or it could have just been there was something dying in there, like a mouse. A, a, cr- a critter? A critter. The thing that you're trying to kill? Yeah. Like, maybe like every time someone would walk by, it would just be like, <laughs> and then just like bulging eye look at him. <laughs> so they also noted that the doll had moved slightly in its container. Oh, whatever. It probably can't stand up on its own. It is really old. Now, this is when people started to get a little bit freaked out. Okay, what'd she do? Eat somebody? 
She ate somebody. Yeah. Okay, now you should get freaked out. <laughs> you don't get freaked. You're not gonna get freaked out till it actually eats someone. It's like this is all fine. Every nobody. So been far, eat- it's just a mouse that freaks me out. <laughs> Nobody's been eaten. Nobody's been eaten. <laughs> no Wendigos here. No Wendigos here. We're fine. You only need to worry when Wendigos happen. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a sign. That's 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 it right that's there. A sign on our front lawn. <laughs> Next day, they went to Freakout City. Because as per museum policy, they took Mandy and locked her in a room with all the new pieces where you take photos of them to be right. cataloged. Yes. So you can advertise and yeah. be like, oh, we got this creepy yeah. doll. Mm-hmm. So, um, they f- so they took photos of it before cleaning it? No, they cleaned it. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that part. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I probably skipped over it. They killed all the critters, cleaned the doll, yeah. okay. put it then in the room, pictures. Okay. locked the door. Gotcha. Next morning, they come in. Now, the museum has been empty all night. They open the door to where Mandy is. Mm-hmm. And the whole room is in complete disarray. Mm. Papers are on the floor. Wow. Items are on the on the floor. So they didn't kill that mouse. <laughs> that mouse <laughs> was very pissed off. <laughs> and left its home, yeah. Mandy, sitting right where she had been left. So she oh. was sitting where she was. Everything else is everywhere. Okay, that is kind of weird. That's kind of weird. You know, maybe the museum was being robbed, and somebody saw that doll and said, like, gross. gross. <laughs> <laughs> so they tidied up the room. And I guess they didn't get around taking this picture or whatever. So yeah. they left it in the room the next night, came back the next day, same thing. Wow, okay, now that's weird. That mouse is very persistent. <laughs> that mouse is very persistent. And uh, the curator has since described the, the, the situation like a child having a temper tantrum. Okay. So the next step for the doll, I'm sorry, was a place of honor in the front of the museum. I don't know why you would like be like... I, what what sort of, of museum was this? We gotta look up this museum. What, what kind of crap museum is like, this ugly doll is gonna be our centerpiece. People are gonna wanna see this when they walk in here. <laughs> I don't wanna see your junk. <laughs> However, this wouldn't last very long as visitors would complain about an unsettling, often sad feeling, which I can see, <laughs> with this poor, pathetic doll, yeah. that would wash over them as they passed this doll. It was also said that any photographs of the doll would rarely come out were often blurred or had strange... Well, then why were there such excellent photographs online that we just got? Don't question it. (laughs) (laughs) Strange spectral lights that obscured the image. Not in the images we've seen. No, I haven't seen any spectral... Just everybody else's that we haven't seen. (laughs) Other classic haunted doll shenanigans include... Footsteps in an otherwise empty museum. Mm. Glass tapping. No, you always hear footsteps and glass tapping in a creepy museum. Museums are inherently creepy. Yeah, they really are. Like, like I even, said, it's all that slough from all the antiques. It just comes off there. Yeah, well, like even like an art museum, mm-hmm. which oftentimes I've found myself alone in art museums. <laughs> like, I mean, like every time I go to an art museum, it's never like busy. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's always a bit creepy, even yeah. though mm-hmm. it's just paintings or yeah. statues well or because they have all of that stuff that put energy. in there too yeah, yeah. You got very canadian for a uh, sorry you got very <laughs> canadian there so because we're talking about canadian doll i appreciate uh, your, your you, i'm trying to fit in your dedication to the bit yeah <laughs> so and one person said like they would hear glass tapping and then they would go and she would be like pressed up against the glass with her hand <laughs> No, she was are not. Are you calling them liars? Yes, yes, I am. That, oh, okay. you are liars. It'd be one thing if her head was, her arm was raised, but like nothing else was happening. But her being pressed up against the glass with her hand on the glass, come on. And her bulging eye. And her like, bulging eye just staring at you. Like Anthony Zerby. <laughs> 
don't know if anyone's going to get that reference. Probably not. Watch a Miss Teaspoon on the Young Riders, please. <laughs> Uh, there was missing objects, malfunctioning electronics, and this one was weird: stolen lunches. Which makes me <laughs> why th- is she hungry? Which makes me think that maybe there's just like a practical joker at this museum. Yeah. <laughs> like, so- you know what? It was probably an employee who put the room in disarray and be like, "She's creepy." Yeah. In order to gather more like, like audience, yeah, juice, build up build- all of that publicity. She's like, Letta is yeah. taking all the. the we have the this doll. Who's ugly. Who's ugly. <laughs> we have to put her in a centerpiece. Let's say she's really haunted. Yeah. Let's let's and say well, how we we found her, like, how we got her. Hey, Billy. Yeah. Tonight, don't tell me what you're going to do. <laughs> Just do something weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then, like. You, oh, I can totally see that. I can totally see that. And somebody always lifting the glass to, like, raise her hand. Yeah. Or something like that. Because there's no. Because you'd think a museum would have closed circuit Yeah, television. security. On the doll. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly on the doll. Yeah, well, exactly. the doll was at the front of the museum, too. Uh-huh. You definitely, you would most yes. definitely have a camera there. Yes. I don't know. Anyway, she stole lunches. <laughs> She's also said to occasionally blink and actually follow people as they cross the room. Their, her eyes would follow people. Now, the thing about the blinking thing. Uh-huh. A lot of dolls do blink. A lot of yes, they older, do. Like, when you hold yep. them a certain way. Oh, I can man. see, like, weird mechanisms, yep. old mechanisms. Just making, twitching. Just kind of twitching. Yeah, because our boys' uh, toys do that, too. When they start running out of batteries, they and start being really weird. Yeah, the more out of battery. Yeah. Well, this wouldn't be out of batteries because it would be too old. But, yeah, but, but it's still, the same uh, general concept. Yeah, when these, like, yeah. the machinery, the mechanisms yeah. kind of wear out. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. They start doing weird things. Another story is the museum staff has speculated that perhaps the cause of the doll's Unease mm-hmm. comes from loneliness. <laughs> so one day they took a stuffed lamb, oh, no. locked it in the case with her that for poor like, lamb for company. The next morning they returned, and the lamb was eaten. <laughs> the lamb was eaten. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got to worry. No, the lamb was found outside of the case. Yeah, that's was, Billy. That's Billy. That's the, Billy. He's Billy the, the goof. Yeah, Billy the goof. Billy the goof. Billy the janitor. <laughs> He eats everybody's lunches, blames it on the haunted doll. For you know, sure. Huh? <laughs> it was I that think doll. It was Mandy. <laughs> Did you see her tapping on the glass? He gets paid to make her haunted. Man, Billy must be, he's just laughing. He's just laughing he's to the bank. He's such a good guy. He's just laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, but no, there's no explanation for that, except for Billy. Except for Billy. <laughs> this went on for a little bit until they were so overwhelmed by complaints that people freaked out with this doll. They hired a psychic. Good uh, do. Oh my god! Right and the, the psychic book. said, "Oh, she's definitely haunted by a five-year-old girl We're who psych- was drowned." Are psychics listed in the yellow pages? I suppose they yeah, are. I suppose they are, but I haven't seen a yellow page pages in, in years, years so right? I don't know. We even do. You get them on your front door, like I think, like once, once a year, twice a year, and you just, just like throw it away. Oh yeah, I'm always like, stop killing trees. Stop killing trees. We all have the <laughs> internet, guys. Like, okay, if someone needs. A yellow yeah. pages like they don't have access to me. Yeah, now. call AT and T or whatever call phone service you and have. Be like special order it. Yeah, you know, but like, and I'm sure they'll give it to you for free. But like, yo, that thing is going straight in the trash. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. wasted or, trees. Well, in the recycling bin. Yeah, recycling bin. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, for sure, it gets in the recycling bin. <laughs> yeah, a, the psychic did a reading of the doll. Mm-hmm. It was then that we finally said the doll once belonged to a young girl named Mandy. According to the psychic, many years ago, a man was walking home when he heard a cry coming from an abandoned farmhouse. Okay. This sounds very, like, well-written yeah. <laughs> before they showed up. 
Concerned, he entered the building, following the cries into the basement, where he found the body of a little girl dead, clutching Mandy in her arms. Uh-huh. I would love to see any police reports on this. Yeah, I would too. They never are, though. No. Oh, we just found a dead child in an abandoned <laughs> farmhouse. That didn't make the news. No. Nobody's no. heard of this story. No. Later, the curator tracked down the she was able to do this, okay. tracked down the woman. Curators do a lot. Don't wow, they? apparently, yeah. They're like detectives. Yeah, it's kind of fun. God, I always wanted to be a museum curator. Yeah. Be great. Uh, tracked down the woman who donated the doll. It was then that the woman fessed up and admitted she didn't even have a daughter, that the doll had been passed down to her, and that she was sick and tired of listening to its endless cries coming up from her own cellar all through the night. That's why she really freaked out about this. She just kept a haunted doll in her basement. Yeah. And poor little Mandy just wants attention. Oh, my God. You would think these people would take better care of their haunted dolls. They also say another story I heard about Mandy Mm -hmm. was because she's so lonely. When she starts acting up, stealing lunches and whatnot, (laughs) they'll take her out of her case and walk her around the museum like she's a baby. <laughs> Again, this seems like this seems like marketing for the museum. This is marketing, though. yeah. Can you imagine you go to the museum and like they're like, "Oh, I sometimes have to walk her because she gets fussy because she steals people's gen- lunches, hot pockets." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my gosh, that's a real doll. Yeah, that's a real that's really haunted. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna tell all my friends to come. We should get there. that married couple to check her out. <laughs> what was their names? Uh, they did the Amityville Horror, and yeah, uh, they did everything. They did yeah. Annabelle. And, yeah, um, what was their names? Uh, I forget. No, I don't know. I'm reading Amityville Horror right now, so I have Lutz in my name uh, in my head, but um, I don't remember those. Yeah, I don't think it was Lutz. No, that's the Amityville people. Like, the people actually lived in the house, not the people. It was Lorraine. God, (laughs) anyone gives a crap. (laughs) Just wait the precious second. All right, continue. Uh... People don't know if it's evil or not. It's kind of a weird little sticking point with It doesn't have to be Mandy. evil. Just because well, something's haunted doesn't have to be evil. Well, here here's the rationale behind it. Spirits, according to the people who know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Spirits don't attach themselves to objects. Uh-huh. Demons do. No, demons possess bodies. See, that makes more sense to yeah. me. Like a spirit wouldn't be maybe strong enough to... A spirit, I think, would, would a, a attach themselves corp- to objects. Because like, like I bet there's a lot of finagling to yeah, get in there. Yeah, you got to control somebody's you know, like, body. But if you're just a spirit and you're like, oh my God, I'm dead. What do yeah. I do? It's like, well, here's a doll. Yeah, Ooh. your spirit's attached to something. But like it's a, a demon, I could see you being like, I'm getting in here. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. So that makes more sense yeah. to me. Yeah, These see? people don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. However, Mandy <laughs> hasn't done anything overtly evil. Like She's just been people. kind of done stuff. However, however. That would mean, like, all kids aren't evil. But yeah. they're always doing pranks like that and throwing fits. Yeah, I You know? So. so that's like calling kids evil. Well, and Just like, for being kids. Well, and I said, she does make people feel gross, though. Which is kind of evil. <laughs> but not really evil. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I got a lot of this information, well, obviously online, but also from a YouTube video of a of a young lady dressed as Sailor Moon. So I feel really good about the research (laughs) done on this one. Excellent. I I, I was watching this video and it took me a while to get through it. And like I kept being afraid you were gonna look over at me and be like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> it just looks like I'm just looking at a woman in the sail, out of earbuds in. 
And I didn't want you to know what I was doing either because I didn't want you to be like... Were you I, feeling I, guilty, honey? Well, no, I, I like the like surprise of like telling you what... I didn't want to like, know what the doll is before we go in here. And I'm I like, mean, if you look over here, it's just going to be me, like, with the earbuds, like, oh, yeah. Sailor me. Tech, 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 tech. No, at one point, Hunter does come over, and you mentioned you're watching a video about Sailor Moon. And I just kind of giggled and moved on. I trust you, honey. I wouldn't have thought anything weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> All right. So, let's talk about Hellstrom. Okay. So, oh, right, that show. Yeah, yeah we've we'll been talk talking about, about everything else. Everything else. We've got a total of 10 minutes to talk about this. <laughs> I think that's enough time. <laughs> um, I think off the bat, just based by, on some of your comments here, I think you didn't like it as much as I did. Um, I thought it was fine. I mean, I'm not into it. Oh, really? Yeah. See, this does fall not maybe as much as Bly Manor, uh-huh. where I don't think it was necessarily great, uh-huh. but I'm... Interested enough now. Okay. That could be because I like comic books. Yeah. Okay. And I know the character a, a little bit. Right. And like j- that might it, like a I know it's not a nostalgic pull, but mm-hmm. kind of a interest pull, if okay. you will. Like, sure. I'm like, okay, so because I want to know how it fits into the wider Marvel universe. Right. Like they mentioned Roxon, which is like the Exxon of Marvel comics. Oh. So, and I believe it's been Because I was just making fun of that as that dude was going to die. I know you were. I was like, calm down, Roxon. And meanwhile, I was like, yeah, Roxon, they're evil. And I was just making fun of the gas company's name. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, so I don't know where I land with the show, really. Like, I don't know if I don't like it. I think it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But like, my interest to watch more, I don't know if that comes from a genuine, like, this is a good show, or mm-hmm. I just want to see how this ties into Doctor Strange, <laughs> if it does at all. Right. You know, so, because he would have been on the Defenders with Doctor Strange. So, yeah. we got a Doctor okay. Strange sequel coming out. Oh, do they tip. have a cape off? Uh, do they have a cape? I'm, I'm sure they do. Because I would like to see who wins in that. Benedict Cumberbatch, this guy, yeah. cape off. <laughs> But we know Benedict Cumberbatch would win because his cape is alive. Yes. From what I gather from watching Oh, I thought Dr. you were Strange. more just judging their, like, shirtless bodies. Oh. Off. Regardless, Benedict Cum- Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch <laughs> we saw this guy's shirt off Hands for down. a second. There's a reason why they didn't have it off all the time. He's fine. He's he, great. He's a good-looking dude. He's just not as built as most Marvel characters are yeah, these yes, days. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He hasn't gotten that Marvel push to, like... And, you know, I'm thankful he hasn't. Frankly, yeah. I'm tired of it. It is kind of silly, the Marvel push, yeah. where every character is built. Yeah. Like, because, like, mm-hmm. literally... What's his name? Doctor Strange. Yeah. There's no reason for Why? him to be he's built. He's magic. He doesn't I mean, need he's, muscle. He's lean built, but like yeah. still like there's he, yeah. he doesn't need to like Yeah, he doesn't punch need people. to like hulk out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's the hulk job. Certain characters don't need to be big and Yeah, beefy. Strong, beefy. Yeah. <laughs> beefy boys. Yeah, like I, I still don't <laughs> even know if Star-Lord really needs to be. I don't think he does. Like and and where would he? like and you think about the character of Star-Lord <laughs> <laughs> in the Marvel universe context. Yeah. In the comics, he's a little different, but like yeah. in the in the movies, when would he even have time to put in that work to get he that built? He won it. Yeah, exactly. This kind and of body would... takes eight hours a day at least. I like how you're like this kind of body. <laughs> well, hey, I work. I, I work hard I on my know, physique. I know. We both do. <laughs> both... I work hard on this. We both do. <laughs> and I'm just saying, someone with Star Lord's 
mentality yeah. and personality of kind of goofball, he's not going to the gym five no. hours a day. No, he's not. Eating protein. He ain't no. eating right. No, he's not. He's eating maybe candy bars on the fly. Yeah. So yeah. This guy's borderline diabetic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would be. He, they should have just kept him as Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. It would have made more it sense. It would have made much, much more sense. <laughs> and I would have still liked him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would have been fine. Yeah. But this guy, has, he's a he's a exorcist, I guess. But okay. he's, not, yeah, but he's yeah. not affiliated with the church. He's specifically not affiliated with the church. He's like uh, the the witch hunter. The witch hunter. With the Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, yes, yes. He's, he's not really of the church, but, but he works for them, he's but like, he's sanctioned by them. Yeah. He's, well, like, powerful. Really. He has kind of a demonic background. He could do good stuff. I think it's the same thing. I think it's basically the witch yes, hunter. Yes, I think it's basically the witch hunter. And I a, think most things are basically the witch hunter. And he's also <laughs> a professor of remedial psychology at a community college. Yes. <laughs> because the, the lesson he's teaching, you were like, yeah. you learned that in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's like, pain is the first thing that teaches you stuff. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that's that's where we're at with the mm-hmm. show. That's, yeah. I, I will say we have watched too much Bly yeah. this week. It has really tainted my opinion of what we're watching now. Everything I was I was always watching mm-hmm. off to the corners. Yes, I was like, where's my ghost? <laughs> Looking for ghosts. Yeah. That's the best part of those shows. Those are, except for this past season, I'm telling you, they were just too obvious. They were too obvious and they weren't creepy enough. Like, yeah. like I remember <laughs> in Haunting of Hill House, uh-huh. we have eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I don't have any reviews this week, so we have a little bit of extra oh, okay. time. No reviews? Oh, right, because it's so brand new. It just new. came out That's yesterday. Right. I don't okay. have any reviews. Right. I mean, we could look to see if anyone's done it. You know, I bet somebody has. We'll look. Okay, okay. so we got eight minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, <laughs> the Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> Screw Hellstrom. Watch it if you want. We don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It means nothing to me. It means nothing to me. <laughs> um, Haunting of Hill House, they used to have, like, they would have ghosts that were, like, under... Yeah. Under dressers. Yeah. Or really... sometimes you just see a hand. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was great. And, and really creepy. Mm-hmm. Whereas Fly Manor, they would just kind of be standing at they the end be, of the hallway. Yeah, they're standing at the end of the hallway. Like, like... Or peeking around the corner. Literally peeking around a corner. <laughs> Haunting of Hill House. Okay, this is it. Haunting of Hill House. You'd be like, <laughs> oh, there's a ghost. Yeah. Whoa. And this one, you're like, there's a ghost over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it wasn't about being scary or horror. It's a gothic romance. He's I just want to leave that out there. <laughs> Don't expect it to be horror because it's not. <laughs> it looks like a uh, Max Rebo from... <laughs> yeah, it does look like Max Rebo. <laughs> from Jabba's Palace. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait. Max Rebo was the, like, blue yeah, the, <laughs> the blue elephant singer. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> But you can, you can go read the reader guy, too. Yeah. The little, the little narc. Yeah, the little narc. Um, oh, man, that's great fun. So, so I, I'm not going to go too... How many ghosts look like Star Wars characters? <laughs> see if you can figure it out. C-3PO. <laughs> the C-3PO costume. <laughs> what was going on in that writer's room? It was great. It was great. Made that show excellent. Hellstrom, though. Hellstrom, though. <laughs> They didn't have any said, Star Wars characters. Like I said, I said, this feels not great, <laughs> but watchable in a sort of fun way. Yeah, it okay. definitely has the Marvel humor in it. Which, Does it? Yeah, okay, but that goes into my other thing. I didn't, I didn't get it. Okay, the, the gentleman who plays Hellstrom. Yes. He is attractive. Yeah. He has amazing eyebrows. Yes, he does. 
I don't know if he has the charisma <laughs> to pull off some of the stuff in the show. Although, okay. as the show went on, I think he... he He's felt, probably going to fill that character he more. He filled it out more. Okay. Like, I think he was a little rough for me at first. Right. But, like, I also did, like, the opening scene with the, the kid... Yeah. ...who is, is possessed and pooping all over the floor and... He's pretending to be possessed. And he, like, calls him out on it. It's great. I can't believe that kid wasn't spanked. I, that's it? He smeared poop on the wall. It's like an He's animal. He's getting spanked. Because his mom likes to have a glass of vodka every once in a while. <laughs> a bottle of vodka. Bottle. A case of vodka. Case of... <laughs> let's not make fun of her addiction. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's keep it cool. <laughs> But um, but that was cool. But like, there was like little elements of humor, w- little dumb daddy right. jokes that like I didn't get any of those. You didn't get no. any. No, what were See, some of the dumb pre- dad oh jokes? Oh my gosh, I can't even. You think. know I love dad jokes. Well, okay, here here's an example okay. of one. He wants to go there at the hospital where his mother, who is possessed okay. by some sort of demon, mm-hmm. uh, is. He wants to go speak to her. We have Gabriella, who was not on my starring list, who was a major... She's a major character. So thank you, IMDb, for preparing me adequately. <laughs> um, she wants to go with him mm-hmm. to, to interview. And he's like, no, no one goes with me. It's just me. And then he starts walking out of the room. And she's like, are you going to go see her now? And he's like, no, I'm going to go do CrossFit. <laughs> and, and then she's like, well, I'm going with you. And he's like... Well, we do a lot of kettleballs and blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, right. He kept going with that, but it wasn't even a funny joke to it's begin with. It's not a funny joke, but it's very Marvel-y type But it wasn't even me. a dad joke but, or a Marvel humor but joke. But I also think this is where I'm going with the charisma. I don't think he delivered the line as well as he could have. Okay. Like, you don't think he's charming enough. I don't think You think, think he's so. attractive enough, but not charming enough. Yeah. Because there is a big difference. You've got Bradley James. <laughs> oh, who is Christ. extremely charming and has excellent comedic timing. He would have been perfect for this. But he's already played a character named Damien. I don't yeah. think you can get He's a typecast. <laughs> You're typecast with people <laughs> with evil names. <laughs> and You're Arthur. Right. And Arthur, but yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, I, I could do that. But then as soon as I say that, I feel bad. Right. Because I don't think the guy's terrible. No, he's not. You know, I think I've never heard of him before. Mm-hmm. No offense. I don't right. know. I'm not familiar with his work. Mm-hmm. I think he can build into the role. I just don't right. think he's there quite yet. Okay. So I think I see potential in him. Right. And, like, I could see him if they were so inclined. Because I was like, well, is this going to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Right. Because the Netflix shows famously <laughs> were supposed to be, but never quite made it. Right. But now everything's under the same umbrella. Okay. Um, because Disney owns everything. Because Disney owns everything. And I was like, well, why didn't they put this on Disney Plus? I'm like, well, because they want to say shit every fifth word in this show. <laughs> they wanted to earn that MA rating. Right. And that was the only thing that they was did. It. Well, except maybe some gore, maybe. A little gore. With some people dying. But, uh, but it's clearly not a show that they're going to play on Disney Plus. No, definitely not. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so that's why it's on Hulu. So maybe Hulu is adult Disney Plus now? Yeah, because Hulu is owned by Disney, too. Yes. Yeah, I know. Disney yeah. owns all. They own everything. They own our souls. So, like... I get it. Yeah. We don't want to put this Marvel show next to Captain America Winter Soldier in right. fear that your eight-year-old son is going to watch it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. You know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I could see them taking this character and putting him in Doctor Strange 2. Right. Like, Just... I think he would fit there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm-hmm. and again, that, that kind of is, I think that's the main reason why I kind of want to okay. keep watching. Because I'm like, okay. is this going to tie in somehow? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know? Uh, what else you got for me? Uh, what else I got? Well, you know what? Actually, I was quite impressed Ooh. when he asked for the name of the guard who died. 
Okay. Because, like, there's so many characters who die around our main character, and they don't ever care. They're nameless fodder. Yeah, okay. And I cannot stand that. And this guy was like, no, what is his name? Who is the guard who died? Oh, it was Steven. Oh, poor Steven. You know, yeah. he actually takes a moment out to, to, to recognize respect. Steven. And especially since the show seems to be taking some pains to say, like, how names are important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when he speaks to the fake kid at the beginning, he mm-hmm. asks the demon, yeah. quote-unquote, name, and he's like, you're not good enough to know my mm-hmm. name. So it's obviously a build, and that's a magic thing, where right. you, if you know the name of an a object or a thing, yeah. you have control over that object. Right. So it's, it's kind of subtly yeah. seeding that in there, where he's like, I'm concerned about this name because this is a person. And yeah. So, like, I think maybe the writing does a good job mm-hmm. of making you, he's kind of an asshole. Right. But he also cares. He acknowledges the people who have died, which I think is quite impressive. There is a kind of Constantine quality to his character. For sure. You know, but maybe not <laughs> as cool as Constantine, <laughs> as yeah. Constantine is. Constantine, K-E-W-L. Yeah, Like... I think that might be where the show suffers a lot, too, okay. is he is a lot like Constantine. Yes. But doesn't quite set himself apart mm-hmm. enough to make him his own thing. Right, right, right. You know? Except he has Anna. Anna, yeah. We haven't even talked about Anna. Anna is his sister. I think she kills rapists. I'm cool with this. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> she seems. She also has some sort of magical abilities. Yeah. She tricks people into buying war objects. No, no, she specifically had specifically for him. For him, she had to set up this auction, and she knew what he wanted, so that then she could kill him for raping all these women. Yes, yes, raping and killing them. Raping women. and killing, and whatever, she, killing secondary. And then she pushed him off a building, and it was great. it was great. Yeah, and I said, "Am I supposed to be shocked by this? Because that's like awesome." <laughs> but but there's like there's some like dumb stuff. For sure, mm-hmm. in this modern show, we yeah. both commented at one point. Doctor Hastings tells Anna, "Oh no, no, Gabriella!" Right. She she tells her, "Here's a key to my office. There's something there. If you want it, you can have it." Yeah. And we're like, and of course, you and I are joking about right. what that could be. Like, yeah. It's like my, it's my refurbished Mac. <laughs> it's my <laughs> <laptop>. <laughs> but like, but it ends up being. Is a binder, a three yeah, ring, a three ring oh, binder, like a five inch, three with tons of different folders in there, and she sets them I all used to out. Work a staple, so I know the yeah. type of binder it is. Yeah, okay, good job, buddy. <laughs> Let me describe it to you. It's a hard. <laughs> Thank you. We need that experience right now. But describing yeah, go, a three go, ring go ahead. Yeah, it's a yeah. So then she sets out all these folders that were inside the binder, which were not on the binder hooks, by yeah. the way. Well, and well, and before that, why not a thumb drive? Yeah. <laughs> you can scan all this shit into a thumb drive. Yeah, exactly. But, but she, it's all the originals, and so she sets out all of these folders. And I'm like, well, which one are you starting with? Maybe start with the one on top? Yeah, she takes the one on top and sets it aside. Like, and then she like, goes for, like, the second to the last thing. Yeah, it's like, what, what are you doing? And then and then, then I realize it's just an excuse to play a Peter Gabriel song for four minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because nothing happens as you've no. seen. And, like, she kept, like, looking at stuff. And, like, you know how, like, they do that effect where, like, everything's blurred out except for yeah. the lines you're yeah. supposed to be reading? But I wasn't reading the lines. I was not right. really zoned in on it. And then at the end of the scene, the song ends. Peter Gabriel takes yeah. a bow. And then Dr. Hastings comes in, and she's like, uh, Gabrielle turns, and she's like, 
their father was a serial killer. That blew my mind because I did not pick that up from <laughs> these little newspaper clippings. Yeah. I was just like, wow, a bunch of demons are yeah, killing things. It was not clear what she was looking no. at. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't very clear. And then she says that. And then I was like, or we could have cut that whole Peter Gabriel <laughs> yeah. scene out. And yeah. you could have just been like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Their parents are, are Yeah, because I had no idea kid. that's what those newspaper clippings were leading to. Yeah, exactly. So... It was it was kind of sloppy. So that was kind of dumb. Yeah. Was, oh, another sloppy line too. And I wrote it down. She goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry for throwing you off your lecture." And he goes, "You didn't. I just lost my train of thought." That's the same damn thing. <laughs> that is the same damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like in terms of lines. The lines I did like. We both called it at the same time. It ends up making sense. Right. But when he's speaking to his demon mother. Oh yeah, I've got this. She she says, "Go fetch your toothbrush, boy." And I was like, "What does what that mean? mean?" And then I just thought of like. Non sequiturs, you could say that yeah. could sound vaguely threatening. Yeah. Like, like, don't forget to get your meat medium rare, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would. Yeah, it didn't even make any sense. I was like, what does that mean? And then about 30 minutes later, you see him scrubbing the floor of the bathroom with a toothbrush, and I go, oh, uh, toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like obsessed with just like lines evil people can say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wasn't a fan of this. <laughs> <laughs> the mechanics are closed on Tuesday. <laughs> Better get your oil changed. <laughs> right. Okay. That's great. Uh, Thanks. Another, I needed that advice. Another thing that I thought was sort of dumb mm. was there was a moment. Okay. So Keith, the orderly, whoever okay. it was that went and got killed <laughs> right, by the spider by demon, spider demon from thing. Skyrim. Yes, from Skyrim. Yes. The um, night mother. Yeah. The what now? <laughs> the night mother. The night mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Caretaker runs, as you might imagine, a cemetery. Yes. He was helping Anna. They go find this evil sarcophagus. So mm-hmm. Everybody's obsessed with opening evil sarcophagi. I mean, as you are. As you are. As yeah. you would be. <laughs> and apparently all that's left of Keith the Orderly or whatever. It's like his name some gnawed up bones and yeah, some it's like, clothes. It's all his like viscera. Except basically. for a pristine patch of the uh insane asylum yeah. he's from. Yeah. Yeah. But but all his viscera is like in a garbage bag, like a hefty yeah. bag. The caretaker digs his a grave, a six yeah. Foot grave. Yeah, just for the small little bag. And I'm like, you guys don't yeah. cream. You would cremate that. You cremate that. Why you don't want to cre- have remains lying around. Is it because it's consecrated ground and he was eat, eaten in a? Yeah, but that doesn't way? make his his body evil. It just didn't make sense to me. I, I was like, this guy just spent hours, hours, hours digging that grave by hand. I think caretakers make like sixteen dollars an hour yeah. digging graves. And then he, just so this guy could be buried, and I'm mm-hmm. like, or just throw him in a crematorium yeah just just burn it i mean and that way you don't have any of the remains i mean there are going to be bone fragments so you might want to do something with that and like it's not like the guy was a good guy no he was opening a demon tomb yeah so i mean screw him (laughs) (laughs) don't do that (laughs) oh oh, but okay last one in terms of lines that i liked Mm -hmm. (laughs) now this is a line that i think is kind of hokey what kind of works. Okay. So after Gabrielle the nun confronts his evil mother, yeah. which I enjoyed that the subtitles changed who was speaking from, the from mother, mother to, to Victoria, Victoria yeah. depending on who was in control of the body. They leave and they're like, see, 
she's she's a demon. She's evil. <laughs> and uh, Gabrielle's like, oh my god, I can't believe this. Yeah. And Damon says, quotes scripture to her. He says, "Seek and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. <laughs> Just remember." You knocked. You knocked. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I like that. It's one of those fun, dumb hero lines that Stick you around. used to get. Yes, like that. <laughs> yes. yes. you. We used to get those you lines all the time. Around. Yes, exactly. We used to get those lines all the time in movies. Yeah. We don't get them anymore. It's like too clever, yeah. but dumb at the same but time. Dumb. yeah. And I liked it. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, Yeah, boy. I lopped off his head and I said, don't lose your head. Someone you got know? a boner when they wrote that line. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh boy, that exactly. was a good one. So, exactly. That, that that was a pretty great line. We actually do have some reviews. We just looked it up. I feel like we've seen Sahanjay before. Have we? Have we? Hmm, maybe. <laughs> our Wikipedia for our podcast will tell us. <laughs> Sanjay16036 says, don't bother. Okay. It's not like the source material. Mm. Fails to keep an interesting connection with the audience. Mm. Full of cliches. Mm. Shows Marvel Television and the studios have no clue how to make an excellent TV series. Save yourself the pain and just pass. Okay. I didn't think it was that bad. I've got a few things to say about this. Okay. First of all, Marvel Television's not bad. Like, Daredevil was good. Okay. Iron Fist was not great. <laughs> Luke Cage was good. Uh-huh. The first season of Jessica Jones was good. I have not seen okay. uh, the other one. They're not bad. Right. I don't know. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Great. Agent <laughs> Agent Carter was good. Right. Okay. <laughs> We're bad about 50% success rate. Not terrible. <laughs> but what I also wanted to say was, okay, source material, who cares? Nobody <laughs> knows who Damon Hellstrom is. <laughs> Nobody. I've read him, and I'm like, I don't know. I, don't I complain about source material all the time when it comes to Hellboy. Well, it sounds like Sanjay is just, like, obsessed with this character. <laughs> well, then maybe that's why he's so angry and disappointed. I mean, yeah, I get it. I guess He they wants did... to see the dude in a cave. Now, if they did a Nova movie. I'd be furious. You would be furious. You don't touch Nova. There's, like, no, there's no, who would you cast? Nobody. Exactly, because he's untouchable. He's untouchable. So, I guess Hell's, Hellstrom is his Nova. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm not. Okay, I'm not I'll, gonna I'll hate on him for this. Now I want to say, full of cliches. I'm not sure if we can say that yet on the first episode. I don't know that it is full of cliches. In fact, one of the things I actually liked about the show mm-hmm. was the very first scene with the boy faking the. Yeah. Some that possession. was not cliche. He he calls it out as a trope. Yeah. He's like Latin. Blah, right. blah, blah. All the stuff you're doing, those are all tropes. That's all yeah. the stuff you got from TV. That's what you got from the internet. Life doesn't work that way. Once once the power has been revealed behind mm-hmm. it, it no longer has power. Exactly. Again, going back into the names mm-hmm. thing. What so, I am concerned about, too, is the sudden onset of consumption in most characters these days. <laughs> I mean, this consumption has gone, guys. TV, well, I think that's the point of this. Is yeah, but... No, I mean, I mean, in other shows too. Yeah. A lot of the characters get consumption now. I get you. I guess it's could it be partially from the pandemic? Could we be like drawing from from real you life? You know, maybe. And being like, uh, it's we, getting we're disturbing not, though. I don't like that trend. I don't want. You know, come we're not going to give this guy a person coronavirus, right? But we can give her consumption, and people understand this kind of right. wasting away yeah. disease that affects your lungs. Yeah, that's right. Because Viola had it, too. Yes, yes. yeah. But, of course, that was the 19th century. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We're just seeing it everywhere, in it, my opinion. <laughs> I'm seeing two, it more and more. Two shows. Two shows. <laughs> now, there's been more than that this month. Great I can't, British Bake. <laughs> Great British Bake Off. They had consumption. Consuming them pies. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Word don't work. <laughs> I should write for Marvel. <laughs> you know what? Your dad jokes would be way better. But what I was saying about it, though, the one thing I was concerned about him calling out the tropes, mm-hmm. I was like, that's a bold move. Right. Because that means you're going to have to subvert all of those tropes. Yeah, that means you cannot you bring in holy water. you have the writing chops to yeah. pull that off? And that maybe drew me in a little bit more, too, because I'm okay. like, can they do it? Right. So, okay, let's we'll let's see. read a good review. We're running out of time. Running out of time. Okay. We're going to go with this one. Easy. Oh, everyone's short. Everyone's being very terse. Okay. This is from Toxic Rose 18. Uh-huh. Uh, she says, very original. Okay. As someone who has been an avid cinephile and bibliophile mm. of all things strange and dark for over 30 years. Whoa, three she's decades, got some chops. Three decades of dark media. <laughs> I found this truly original and well thought out. Okay. I highly recommend this. I went in with no previous knowledge or expectation of the show and already hooked. Nice. Yeah. All right, cool. No, so there you go. There you go. There you go. So what would what would make the show good bad for you? Would you green light it? Would you would you do more like whether you like it personally? Right. Would you do you see the? Yeah, I would. I would green light it. I think anything uh, comic book based is already going to have a built in audience. Marvel's so hot right now. Marvel's so hot right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's why I would green light it. Right. And too, I I am always looking to find. A good gothic show. They never really have any. See, I thought you. But would I'm like, always on the hunt for it. See, I thought you would like this show more because it had more of a flavor to me, uh, a little darker than Grimm, right? Or, right. Or Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. But kind of like that investigator yeah. with a paranormal background. I get that, but they weren't really investigating anything. Yeah, it's a bit decompressed because yeah. it, because basically the the show ends. At, mm-hmm. with, it did have a lot of the elements that I would be normally attracted to. Right. But they didn't. They weren't really investigating it. The show was basically an extended prologue. It wasn't really a mystery. It's like, oh, this serial killer dad's going to come into town, kill a whole bunch of people. Right. We got some superpowers here to stop it, and their family's going to maybe get torn apart before they get back together again, and the mom's going to die. You See, know. And as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to be like, do you know what his comic was called in the seventies? <laughs> but I'm not what was say it called it. in the seventies? I can't tell you because it's a huge spoiler. Satan Storm. I have to edit that out. Uh, was it really? I'll have to edit this out. <laughs> well, then don't, don't. Okay, okay. don't answer my question. Okay. Don't answer my question. <laughs> okay. So, do you, so you think it would go to series? What, what's a good thing? Give me something good about the show. Oh well, I thought I already mentioned my good stuff. Oh, the okay. fact yeah, that he brought did. up the dead. Oh yeah, you did. Actually. You know that was really nice. Most yeah. most characters are fodder, yeah. and nobody cares if they die. Yeah. And this was nice that he took a few seconds out mm-hmm. to to bring attention to that. Right. I appreciated that. I think if you like Marvel. Movies, uh-huh. and if you like horror, mm-hmm. this feels like a Marvel horror show, right? You know the tone okay. there, like it's Marvel doing horror, right? Kind right, of like right. how Winter Soldier was Marvel doing a '70s political thriller, yeah, or you know, or mm-hmm. Ant Man's them doing a, a heist movie or yeah. whatever. Like this is them doing so. It's a horror genre done in the Marvel style, yes. So if you like the Marvel style and you like horror, I think you'd like it okay. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm intrigued. I'll probably watch. I'll probably watch a couple more. All right. See how it goes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't mean, know. What that... was what was the part you liked the most about it? Oh, what did I like the most yeah. about it? I, I well, I think that that's kind of it. Okay. I liked that. Okay. I, I liked a lot of the Easter eggs. I thought mm-hmm. I'm curious, even knowing what I know, and this is going back to Sanjay's point. 
<laughs> Even knowing what little I know about the character, okay. there's certain things that uh, I, I appreciate, mm-hmm. the little Easter eggs, Marvel Easter eggs, mm-hmm. that like kind of like looking for ghosts in Bly Manor. Right. Of Hill House. It's not good, but there's <laughs> enough of the stuff that I do like mm-hmm. personally. Now, this isn't going to, this isn't across the board, obviously. Right. You're, you don't like comic books like I do. Right. I think there's a, there's enough of the stuff that I do like that it would keep me watching for a little longer. Yeah. I don't okay. think it's ever going to get so dark. Good. Okay. Like it, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think it's gonna ever going to get that dark. I think it's always going to be maintain a, a very watchable okay. um, level. Like, okay. you're never going to love this show. It's never going to be someone's favorite show. Right. But I think it's watchable. Okay. You know? So, okay. there you go. Speaking of things that are just tolerable, Piloting <laughs> the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Next week, we are going to do another Time Machine episode. Oh. This is way too recent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so we're going to go back, I believe, to the... 70s? Okay. 60s, 70s. We're going to watch Night Gallery, uh, oh. Rod Serling's follow-up to okay. The Twilight Zone. Okay, cool. I've never watched it. So I know it's an anthology show. Yeah. It's like there's two or three different stories in one episode. So oh, that okay. might be kind of fun. Okay, yeah. And so that's what we're going to be watching. I don't remember where I saw it. I think Amazon. Okay. Or maybe Hulu. Some some. Okay. You can find it. You know. <laughs> it's free. It's free wherever it is. We're not yeah. picking anything that you can't get your hands no. on. Exactly. So, yeah, so I'm actually kind of looking forward to that because every okay. time I think of Night Gallery, I always think of that Simpsons episode, <laughs> Treehouse of Horrors. Right. So, and I think that's basically it. So, okay. I, I kind of like to see the source material. Okay. And, I, and I like the Twilight Zone, or yeah. at least the original. Yeah. You know, so. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. All right. But in the meantime, everybody take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have to tell you to vote again? I hope Yeah, you know. I'm tired of telling you to vote. If you haven't voted yet, it's, that's on you. Just vote. Yeah. Just vote. We'll see you next time, and we love you. I do love you. I do love you. I do love you. I've always loved I you. I love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye!